This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, so today I have a fantastic interview for you with Maria Fernandez-Julian. Marina is a coach, an NLP master practitioner, a trainer and a facilitator. Um, I've invited Marina on today to talk to us about her book, um, We've had a few authors on here before. I'm always fascinated by writing and the writing process. And Marina talks about what prompted her to write a book and how the book works alongside her service offerings. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation with Marina and I'd love to introduce her to you. So hi, Marina. Thank you for being here. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So let's start with you giving a brief introduction to yourself, your business and what you do, please. Okay, I'm Marina. Um, my company is called MarinaCestForLife.com. Uh, coaching and training services. I am a coach and I am a trainer. And somebody who likes to help people to live their best life. Amazing, thank you. So we're here, I've invited you on here today to talk mainly about your book. So do you want to first of all tell us, give us a bit of an outline of your book, tell us what it's called, what it's about, who it's for, and then we'll ask a few more questions around it, if that's okay. Absolutely. My book is called Balance, Living a Life True to Yourself. It's a workbook, I would say. It's a book that is divided into, into and the first part of the book gives you the many, many tools for you to achieve all the things that you want in your life. And by the end of it, I said, well, now you can, you know, if you're a goal setter or a go and getter, you can get a lot of things. That doesn't mean you're going to be happy for you to be happy. We need to have that connection with what makes us happy, which is, I don't know, for some people, it's friendships, love, sex, in touch with your inner child, could be many things. But that's what the second part offers you. And hopefully by the end of it, um, you you come you have the that balance that inner balance that we are looking forward to have because you know life is full of up and down things are always gonna happen and that is fine this is what life is about as far as we know that we have what it takes and we do have what it takes and that we can handle everything we will be okay and we can find that inner balance to sum it up in one sentence i would say it's um it's, a, it's an exploration into the life that you can have. So you don't just live a life, 
but you maximized your life and it explores what's what's holding you back how to move from the passenger seat into the driving seat of your life because most often we are driving our lives sort of half asleep on automatic pilot so how to bring you back how you're waking you and bring you back to that to that real life that to the life that you choose every day and you want to create it talks about um when you are confident what happens when you are confident and you and you feel happy in your own skin and it talks about how to connect with what matters and make you happy or and change the direction of your life at any given time so a lot of my clients are in the 40s and 50s and they say well I, I, you know I'm in my 40s already I'm in my 50s I'm an old man this is how life it is I suppose it is not how life it is we can choose our life any time and we can choose how we feel about it anytime and if we don't like what we see we can change it it does not matter the age so in terms of who it's for I think it's fair to say everybody Yes, um, it's very interesting you asked me that question because the, uh, the editor wanted me to define my niche. Who is this book for? Is this for middle-aged women? Is it for men? Is it? I said, no, this is for absolutely everybody. Why? Because, first of all, we all need more of that inner balance uh, because they're outside, not that stable. We need more of the stability in the inside. So we have congruence between what we say we want and between what we do, you know. There needs to be a congruence to have that inner balance. So in other words, for us to walk the talk. And so when they asked me who is this book for, I said I wanted to a book that is for everybody because we all need tools. It does not matter how old we are. Our teenagers, um, I coach teenagers as well, by the way, uh, coach adults and teenagers our teenagers need the tools that we didn't have at the time for them to know and to have clarity in who they want to be or who they are in the first place what is it that they want from life how are they gonna get it who are the friends are gonna be why would I study that instead of the other you know this is for people that they have money and they don't have the time to come and see me people they have money and time and they don't have maybe that the guts to take the first step because it's an uncomfortable situation to um admit that they are stuck in their lives so whether you are stuck or not um i believe we all need tools for inner growth and i love to be that platform that provides you these tools so in the book you will find insights stories of my clients and myself a little bit of wisdom a little bit of sense of humor and mostly a lot of things to do at the end of each chapter there's a lot of things to do for you to change your life because nothing happens if nothing happens right (laughs) and for us to have that life that we all want we're gonna have to do a few things so hopefully i'm that bridge that helps you to cross over that's great and I think you're right that even if you feel you have a good life and you're happy it doesn't mean you can't have a better life absolutely so why um did you decide to write your book Marina what was the catalyst for actually sitting down and writing it because I don't want to underestimate that I I, I have a few friends who've written books I know it's a huge process it's a lot to to do so what made you think actually this is something I'm going to do 
Uh, many reasons, actually. There was never only one single reason. One is because I was once that person that I had everything, happiness, joy, wealth, everything, and somehow I lost myself, right? It does not matter the reason. Sometimes it's because you're giving birth, sometimes because your parents have passed away, sometimes because you just lost the root of because you're too young and you don't know what you want. And sometimes it could be work-related. So I was once that person that had it all and lost myself a little bit. And I walked my way back to get it back. And I thought, okay, if I can get it back, anyone can get it back. So we all have joy within ourselves. And if we have forgotten, we have to, we can come back to it. So that's one reason. We all have that uh, resource, let's tap into it. And uh, number two, because I was also once that person who didn't have their money and their time and their resources. Um, and I understand that going to a coach can sometimes be quite expensive and you also need time so I thought how about if I am that bridge and that platform for for everyone you know this is for cleaners and lorry drivers and executives and directors and for absolutely everyone so I wanted to be that platform whether you had money or not number three because there was a lot of I read a lot of books like that since I'm 15 and I noticed some of them they were full of a lot of jargon and difficult language that meant nothing, absolutely nothing. And I wanted to write a book that was so simple that my 14-year-old boy could understand, you know, my 10-year-old girl could understand, or my mom that is older could understand. I wanted to write a book that was warm, that was connected, that was simple. That's very important because we complicate things too much. And we don't have to to say one thing. Why should we go around and around? I don't agree with that. So that was another reason. That's number three. Number four, because my very best friend, she died and she didn't walk her talk. So she encouraged me to do all the brave things. She encouraged me to be that courageous, empowered woman. And I look up to her. And I tried to be that for her, for me, and for everyone I knew. But when she died, and she she died of um of a bad cancer. But when she and she fought a lot, but actually she wasn't walking her talk. And and it was those moments when I was in the hospital seeing her for the last time that I went, okay, she's gone, and she could have had a much better life. I don't, want to, I don't want to be the next one. This could happen to me. It's time to walk the talk for me and everyone else I know, for every woman out there, for every man out there. It's time to walk the talk and be brave and courageous and go and do what I came here to do, which is to live and maximize my life and make sure I live better, everything better than I found it. So that was the reason I wanted to honor my friend and, and, and do all the things that she couldn't do. And also honor everyone around us that we also lost time to be people that we are not. And it's simply because we are not uh, 
we don't mean well, we mean very well. It's because maybe we're scared that if we are who we are, we won't be considered as much or we won't be paid as much or we won't be. There's a lot of fear. So I wanted to walk the talk and start living a life that's true to myself because that's, I believe very much this is what our inner balance is. Our inner balance stays and I say stays because we all get that balance every now and then isn't it and then we lose it and then you get it back and then you lose it so our inner balance stays the moment that you start living that life that is true to you whatever that means to you because a true life to you might look very different to a true life to me right and that's fine my what I'm saying is whatever it means to you go and do it because you only have one shot one life <laughs> and time is going so fast uh, so I did not want to be the next I didn't want that in my tombstone it would say she was a wonderful person but she didn't have the guts to live her life I wanted to 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 change that as well in my, that in my tombstone would say wow you know she came she delivered she had fun wow she did what she came here to do yeah, for all these so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were lots of reasons. And yeah, thank you for explaining that. And I'm really sorry for your loss. And I do think you're sort of reflecting on what you've been saying. I actually think that writing a book is brave to put it out there, to put your idea, you know, in, it's almost once you write a book and you publish a book, your thoughts, your ideas, it's just out there forever. Yes. Much more permanent even than, you know, what you write on the internet or, you know, on your Facebook profile. You know, this is like you saying, this is me, this is who I am, this is what I believe. So I think that in itself is an act of bravery. Thank you. Thank you very much. I encourage everyone. Um, I mean, my, my book is a workbook. It's an inner growth, the self-development, call it as you wanted, motivational. It will definitely, it's going to ask you to reflect going to invite you to explore to reflect if this is the life that you want and if not it's going to invite you to actually change it and it gives you the tools in there to change so it's not a um it's not a book about my personal life although there are a lot of personal stories in there and i do encourage if you are creating a product and that product happened to be a book whether it is for work or for your own inner satisfaction satisfaction if you got something to say write it for many many reasons first it's gonna help somebody that's for sure you know there's always gonna be there someone that needed that story that needed that learning uh that needed your book in one way or another um then that touched the bigger picture you know on the bigger world then do it for yourself because that's part of your identity that's part of what you have become and that identity and that person you have become can also help other people and your skills and your expertise, your competence that if you have any and you want to put them in, if you're creating a workbook, put it out there because unless you put it out there, people won't reach to it. Um, and also because by writing a book, you're getting a lot of clarity in what is it that you do and how you do it. You know, we all... We all know our jobs, but most of the time, we don't know how we do our jobs. We just do it, isn't it? So creating a, a book, it really teaches you, wow, now I've learned so much about me as a person and all the skills and competences that I have. 
since I've written a book and I have learned so much about my job and I have learned so much about my personality and I have learned so much about what I've, I've got and what I haven't got. And that can only help you. So if you've got something in there brewing, go and write it down. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I think that, yeah, I'm really hoping there's someone that needs to hear that because I think it is, as I say, a brave thing to do. It's a a big commitment. And I'd like to actually talk a little bit now, if that's okay, about the actual process of, you know, writing your book, editing your book, publishing your book. So how did, how did you um, come from, okay, I'm going to write this book to actually having a physical book that people can now, you know, go, go and buy and read. Yeah. Um, for me, I wasn't even planning to write a book. It was more of a thing that one morning I woke up and something told me, okay, you are reaching people, but this is, for me, it was more about my purpose. This is not good enough. You're not reaching enough people. You need to put this somewhere that is reachable. So I didn't write a book to become famous. I didn't write a book to to become bestseller and I didn't write a book to make money. I, write a, I wrote a book to, to send a message. Then... When I uh, started to write, I didn't do like some people, they say I write for five hours, I write for two hours a day. No, I just sat down every day, but it was like, okay, what is it that I want to tell, in this case, you that you're in front of me? What is it that I want to tell Vicky? Vicky was in front of me. What is it that she wants to hear? You know, what is it that she needs to hear? Sorry. So what is it that she needs to learn? What is it that her life will change if she knew this? And I started to just write, and write and write and write without a lot of most of the time it didn't make sense <laughs> it just I wrote I wrote I wrote I wrote once I wrote it then of course writing it it was very easy for me it took about it seems I was almost like a pregnant with this book and when I decided to sit down and I didn't know what I was gonna write down about to be honest but when I started to write it just came out of me it was all there I didn't have to work hard on that because I knew what I want I'm in love with people and I knew what I wanted them to be in love with as well. So what it was harder for me was, so I finished writing a book that took about a month or a month and a half and it was wonderful. And then of course you start reading and nothing makes sense. So polishing, it takes a way longer. It's taking me quite a long time to publish this book. All in all, I'll say it took about a year and a half. So one month to write it and then it was polishing, 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 polishing send it to your friends, let some people read it because what it makes sense to you, it doesn't make sense to them. Um, and then ask them to ask you questions. What is it that you want to say here? Let's get it specific, you know. Oh, I want people to maximize life. Okay, and what do you mean by maximize life? You know, so there were a lot of questions that they were asking. So get people that they, you know, they're going to criticize your content and that they're going to make you feel uncomfortable so you sort of fight back and and produce something better um so it was about editing and also of course get people around you that they're going to encourage so the first thing is before I even wrote a book I told everybody I'm writing a book why so that was it I said it now I have to do it (laughs) I didn't have any idea what was it about but I have to do it then I told again closer friends that <clears throat> I needed to write a book by a certain time. So I knew somebody was expecting it. <clears throat> and then I got friends that they were sort of good critics and they would read my things and they would say, oh, this doesn't make sense. So I would go back and redo it. Then 
So different people see different things when you write. So send it to different friends that they have different thinking cups and see what they can add up and what questions. So it took about a year and a half, all in all, but then unfortunately the pandemic happens. So I sent it to these publishers. I knew I didn't want to publish with big companies because it takes about three and a half years for them to even consider it. So I went to, I searched small um, publishing companies and I got one. I gave it to them right before the pandemic in March 20. Two years ago and they put it in a drawer basically until uh, the second pandemic thing happened and then I told them look a month and four months have passed by where's my book you told me my book will be ready at this time and that time and it's not in my hands and they said to me oh I'm sorry about that read the carriages accept the carriages and we're going on we're, we're moving on oh my gosh Becky Vicky my surprise was Obviously, I'm in Spanish. There were a lot of sentences that I was aware they needed to be turned around. There was a lot of things I, I knew it needed to happen. And the reason I hired them is because I wanted someone to do a professional editing, proofreading, and all that. It was terrible. They hadn't done anything. And when I read the carriages, they hadn't... <clears throat> it was only accents and commas and, and proofreading but they haven't done any editing so at that moment I was very fast at deciding I said no I would rather my book stay in a drawer forever than bring it out into the world like that I had to pull out my contract with them break my contract to some force and so I decided at that moment that if that was going to be the case I put so much love into this adventure I didn't want anyone to treat my baby like that so I decided I was going to go and self-publish and earn the money that, I, you know, why would I, after all that, earn 50 pence per book when I could earn, you know, 13 pounds per book, for example. So I decided to get a professional editor. Editor, She, she, she did the whole project manager thing. So I got an editor, a proofreader, a graphic designer. And then within, I think, two months, we published. We did have to work very hard in these two months. Um, and it was worth it. So what I would say to the people looking ahead, if you are thinking of creating a book, is first of all, um, get professional help. You can't do everything. So when you have written your book and you have done a few editing, rounds of editing and you have made a lot of sense and your message come across and your girlfriends have read it, go and get professional help. Do your research well. Make sure now in hindsight... I look back and I realize there were all the bells that are ringing for me telling me not to get that company. But the excitement of me publishing the book, I was like, ah, this one will do. So do your research. Make sure that you read uh, of people that are happy with the services. Because when that happened to me, I went back to Facebook and I read a lot of comments of people complaining about them. (laughs) If only I would have done my research well, right? So... Get professional help for sure. They will direct you in the right place, especially if it is a workbook. Um, Make sure that even if you get professional help, you are in control of your book. So I chose... I, I chose how I wanted my front cover to be designed. I chose... So my editor, she didn't like the title I had before. She said, I don't like your title. I said, okay, fair enough. I took that on board. 
And then I was giving her different titles. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. That won't sell. That doesn't say. I said, fair enough. And then one day I just saw it very clear. I gave it to her. She said, I absolutely love it. I love it. This will sell. This is good. So make sure that you go a 50-50 relationship, you know, um, and that you're in control all the time. So now, yes, I have self-published, but I'm earning quite a lot of money per book, you know. Um, what else I can tell you? I've decided how I wanted the letters to be, the graphic design to, you know, everything, um, the pages. So I've got that contentment within me that what it has come out, it is as I wanted it, not as somebody else has wanted. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. And I think it sounds good that you have so much control over the process, how the book looks and, you know, how it's marketed. So actually, let's talk about that. So where is your book sold at the moment? Where are you actually selling it? At the moment, it's very early ages. Um, um, at the moment, selling in um, Amazon across the world. Um, and it's selling in uh, books, uh, bookshop.org. Yeah, bookshop. Yeah, bookshop.org, which is part of Ingram and Spark. Um, as it happened, I just put that yesterday on that platform. So that will get, now they will start getting distributed to different places. And is available in City Books in um, Brighton, which is a bookshop in Brighton. Amazing. And so even though you self-published, did you, um, are you working with a distributor to get your book on the different platforms? Or is that something you're managing yourself? You know, at the moment, the only distributor, and it just happened yesterday, I've been very slow because I needed to work. I mean, yeah, of course. Money. Um, so I publish, um, I publish end of November, uh, beginning of November, sorry. End of November, I had planned um, um, a book party that didn't happen because my mother-in-law passed away the day before. But however, that's planned for May. So and then I sort of forgot a little bit. I needed some time off. Then I went to Spain. My parents were ill. And again, I needed time off. So I have just put it on Ingram Spark. And so that's going to be the next stage and the next step for me. I need to start, now that the book is out, I need to start marketing it and selling it. Uh, if I could suggest something is start doing all these things even before you write your book. I've done it the other way around, like, you know, people normally um, start marketing and marketing on social media and then they write the book and by the time the book comes out, there's a lot of people that want to buy. I didn't do it that way uh, simply because I'm a mom full time. I work as a coach, full time, you know, very busy. Um, so I just didn't have time to do it all. But if I could suggest something is... Yes, once your book is out, you realize that you actually have to sell it, <laughs> you know? So do your homework way earlier than I've done it. That's a, that's a mistake, uh, not a mistake, something that I could have avoided easily. Um, I just didn't, my head wasn't in there in that space at that moment. Thank you for that. I think that's fantastic advice for other people because, yeah, I mean, of course, when you're busy writing your book, editing your book, thinking about layout, um, you know, that's so much work in itself that, of course, it can be easy to forget, oh, I should tell people I'm writing a book. So that I think that's really good advice. And anyone listening who, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking of writing a book, I definitely think that's something to take on board. I say this a lot with products. If you start telling people you have something 
you're developing before it's even ready to sell hopefully by the time you actually have something you have people interested just ready to buy and it's a lot easier to do it that way around as yeah. as you see than to then have something and then try and sell it although I can see you have some fantastic reviews on your book on Amazon so you are selling yeah, yeah no I have amazing reviews um and I think I've got very good quality readers too you know I I get I get a lot of uh, messengers and um, posts and um, even messages on my phone as well and emails telling me about my book and I can tell the quality of my readers is is very good so no I'm very very happy I just if just for you that you are thinking of writing a book of course remember that later on don't make my mistake remember that later on you are gonna have to sell it so start start marketing it before start selling it before so by the time that it comes out you are ready you know and they are ready for you as well I just didn't have the time I'm a um, I'm a man one one man band or one woman band and I just uh, I just didn't have the time or the resources or the energy to be honest to do everything at once because writing a book in English it took a lot of and especially so the books which is about exploring in yourself it took so much of me but yeah looking forward if I was going to write a second book tomorrow let's say I would definitely start advertising it first marketing it first and and so by the time the book comes out people is ready because the first thing that any small publishing house asks you funny enough is not how good you are at your job or how good writer you are is how many followers you have right oh that's interesting Yes, so, and of course, I didn't have followers. <laughs> I think I got about 400 or something or 500. So that, this is the first thing they're going to, any publishing company, they're going to ask you about is how many followers you have. And if you don't have a minimum of 3,000 followers, they won't even contemplate choosing your book. It doesn't matter how good it is. So things to consider about is, do I want to self-publish and have control of my book? Or do I want to go with a big company? Which means think about three years and a half of waiting time, okay? Plus then then publishing. Plus then you will earn very little money. But yes, you will be everywhere, you know. Or do I want to earn more money, have more control and do things my way? That's one thing you need to think about. Then um, if I'm writing a book, what is it about? What's my message? Uh, how can I help? What is it I'm helping with? Why am I, what's the reason I'm writing this just for my own ego and satisfaction? So ask that as well and you will come, you will give a much better message. Then market your book and find all your resources before, well before you re- you finish writing your book. Start telling everybody uh, because it will happen, you know, things will happen otherwise. Um. And that's it. And enjoy the process. You know, don't get caught into the uh, writer's block. Yeah, we all get, I can't even tell you how many meals I have burned while I was <laughs> while I was writing my book, simply because my head was not in the kitchen. It was there with my book. But I was having such a good time. So have a good time. Enjoy writing that book. Enjoy what you're saying. Even if it is a bad story, tap into that moment and make it about, I don't know. Yeah, remember that. What you got, you will, if you, if you got something that you want to say, 
put it out for the world to see, share it with everybody. Thank you. And let's talk a little bit about coming back to your coaching business and how your book exists alongside your business. Because you mentioned one of the reasons for writing the book was that it is obviously accessible for everyone. Not everyone has the time for coaching, can afford coaching, maybe even thinks they want or need coaching. So how do you think the book and your coaching services work together? Oh, very good. Um, I've been working as a coach for a while now. I'm a coach and I, I am an NLP trainer as well and facilitator. And I believe uh, the co- my book is a tool for my clients, you know, to have and we can work alongside it. It's a perfect complement because we will talk in my sessions. Um, so I work either online or face-to-face. I live in Brighton. I just had a client that he came from London. You know, there's when you really want this, there's no excuses. I just had a client who came from London, so face to face, of course, I love it because I do a lot of um, um, generative coaching, integrative coaching, a lot of provocative coaching. It's quite fun and dynamic to have you face to face. I also do online um, sessions. You know, I see my clients online, very powerful as well. I never let them sleep. And then the book alongside it. So, it's not a must to buy the book when you come to me. It's a great tool to have because it's a good reinforcement, you know, to have. And I believe very much everything I talk in my coaching sessions is here. It's the thing is obviously having, having someone who is making you accountable for it. And I'm quite pushy, <laughs> you know, I sort of put you on the spot and I don't let you go until you have nailed that. So I, my sessions are, I take pride to say that my sessions are powerful, are empowering, and they are long-lasting. And reinforcing that with the book is the way forward. And if you can if you can come and see me, at least you've got all the tools in there. So I do encourage people, if they can come and see me, I encourage them to take their own notebook and to imagine that I am there or that they are their own coach. And to take this very seriously and ruthlessly ask questions all the time and explore. Um, And to remember that when you do the exercises that you can lie to a lot of people, but you cannot lie to yourself. Or not for long enough anyway, without having a lot of alarms in your body and your head. So be ruthless, be truthful, and really get a notepad pad and start doing the exercises and if you do if you actually explore and you go deep into all the exercises like being with me in my house my kitchen that's great thank you um so what are your views on how writing a book can support your business because I can really see how your book is very integrated into you and what you do and what you offer um do you have advice for others who offer a service and perhaps think oh I would quite like a book I'm asking sort of lots of questions here I realize but really good to get your views on whether you think a book can and does support your business uh definitely when I started to write a book I had somebody who came to me and said why are you putting so many tools in there you know you can don't say these things and then you can charge a lot of money for it why do you put so much um and I was like no this is very very important Putting this in here, it actually shows you a tiny snippet of what we can do together, you know. So if you have a a service base, um, even if you have a product, actually, 
a business and you want to write a book and it's in your mind, write it for many different reasons. You're going to provide much better service because by you writing this book, you're going to refine so much what is it that you do and refine so much of how it is that you do it. And I have a confidence now that I can assure you I didn't have five years ago. And I am a confident person, but it's a different confidence. It's that confidence is an inner confident that you know no no I know what I'm talking about <laughs> because I have taken every ounce of it and I have unfolded it unfolded it you know and I have seen everything with a microscope so actually it helps you to know better what you do um, it helps you to know better how to deliver it in it knows you to know better yourself and to know more as an outsider and as a reader, what the reader would say here, what the reader. So it helps you also to get into the mind of that person in front of you. So you, in terms, you become more empathetic, you know, and more understanding and less judgmental. I think for all the, re- there's so many reasons why writing, I encourage everyone to have, to write a book that complements their business. And so don't fear that, if you write a book and you put it in here, you're stealing from your own business. You are not. You are enhancing. You are enhancing yourself, your persona and what you do. Thank you for that. I think that's great. And I think as well that it gives people who an opportunity to find more about you. And I, I guess in time, it might be something that leads people to you because they might read your book. They get to know you. They get to know how you work, what you offer and you know as you say a book is is more is a bit more accessible but that doesn't mean that in your example um it doesn't mean that someone won't be ready for coaching in a month six months a year they've read your book they like you they have an idea of how you work um so I think it makes sense from that perspective as well and I'm not saying it's a reason a reason to write book is to get business I'm saying that probably that will be a result of Absolutely, you do get business. I already got business from it. I already have people that, you know, read it and and they said, well, I read your book and I think I could definitely need what you have because although it is all there, maybe they don't have the, the, they cannot do it by themselves. You know, we all need help. We all need help. Everybody needs help. And, <clears throat> and if I want to become a better swimmer, I have to get a coach that helped me how to become a better swimmer, right? So I already had uh, people that have come through to me when they bought the book and they realize that they have these gaps and they want to go further so they can maximize their life better. So definitely will bring you clients, even if it is not the reason why you do it, it's why most people do it to be honest they do it to bring clients I that wasn't my primary reason my primary reason was the opposite to reach everybody that needed it but I I I could see how that is bringing me a lot of clients that would have never thought because my clients are word of mouth so by writing writing a book I can reach a much wider audience you know not just the one that he's telling his friend, oh, she's amazing. You should go and see Marina. But actually, he presented to his friend a book and he's got a little taster of what Marina is all about. And then they realized by reading this book that they have gaps that they even didn't know that they had or things they need to address. And then they go, oh, actually, yes, I do need to go and see Marina. So don't think that you're stealing from your services. You are, you are the opposite. You are adding and definitely that will bring you clients in a short or long run definitely 
Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, there is a big difference between reading a book, which is quite passive, even if you do take action, you know, you don't, what you get from working for someone else is the interaction, the accountability. So when I started this podcast, for example, I read a book about how to start a podcast. Um, Everything I needed to start a podcast was in that book. But in the end, I did a paid course because I needed the accountability, other people to work alongside, be able to ask questions, like the accountability and the interactive element. Um, I could have done it all from a £10 book, but actually I'd rather pay more to have the experience of going through it with with other people. Um, So, yeah, I I agree that I don't think you're taking anything away because I think the people who maybe don't want to, to or can't afford to pay for your services I think you're offering them more by being able to give them the book but people who may have come to you anyway will still come to you anyway because a book doesn't solve every problem absolutely not but you know my when I did my um NLP training uh when I as a trainer I think I read the, the, the lady's book about three times and I also downloaded it in audio and so I thought I knew it. When I started the course, I realized I had I didn't have a clue, you know, and I've learned so much. I mean, we we love we humans need the experience. Unless you have the experience, you don't have the learning, right? So you become a doctor, no, not the four years that you've been studying or the seven years you've been studying, you become a doctor when you're actually there and you're doing the things and then when you have your practice. And so definitely by me being with that lady in her courses, my gosh, there was nothing to do. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, how could I even think I knew it? The experience is everything. You get to experience it. If you get to experience things, you learn it not only with your head, but you're learning with your soul and you're learning with your body. And once you're learning with the three parts that make you, your head, your body, and your soul, you can now say that you can walk the talk and you have integrated it. And there is a coherent between what you say uh and what you do so in other words when you read the book it's just saying 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 but when you actually experience something with somebody you can say now i've got the knowledge and also the experience so now i can walk the talk so there's no there's no wow there's no comparison i mean the book is great but <laughs> me with me is the energy is the oh my god it's magic when when my clients are now we are together it's absolutely magic and and they leave their house they leave this house transformed uh honestly transform everything changes about them the energy level their mood the physicality the way they move everything changes so i definitely recommend you to come and see marina <laughs> uh in her house if you can or online and and of course why not buy the book or buy the book for your friends and your children and your teenagers you know there are valuable tools in there however you can never uh, substitute a book for for the real experience yeah absolutely so you have shared so much with marina thank you so much but i have one last question if that's okay and this might be hard because you you've given us a lot but what would your number one tip be for other authors for all the authors think don't think about how much how many books you're gonna sell when you write your book think about how much how much better will i live this planet when my book is out 
And if you live it tiny, even a tiny bit better, that was that's the perfect reason for your book to come out. Oh, I love that. Thank you. That's such a lovely note to end on. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for your time and for everything you've shared. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please do leave me a review. That really helps other people to find this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and do tell your friends about it too if you think that they also might enjoy it. You can find me at vickyweinberg.com. There you'll find links to all of my social channels. You'll find lots more information, all of the past podcast episodes and lots of free resources too. So again, that's vickyweinberg.com. Take care, have a good week and see you next next time. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven-day trial with Captivate.